I like beer. It makes me a jolly good fellow. I like beer. It helps me unwind, and sometimes it makes me feel mellow. Makes him feel mellow. Welcome to I Like Beer, the podcast where we discuss great beers and the stories that go with them. I'm your host, Jeff. And I'm your host, Jeff. And with us tonight, we've got the full team here. We've got the doctor. Aloha. We've got producer Joe. Always a pleasure, gentlemen. And sound guy Tom. Check one, two, check one, two. Welcome, everyone. And with the holidays, the new year, best beer movies, and our special guests, it's been a long time since we had a theme night, but we are back to it this evening. Tonight's theme, Secrets. Yeah, ILB has secrets. More on that soon. But first, we've got to take care of some business. We are friends who love good beer, telling stories, so we turned it into a podcast. And as people say, we are an infamous podcast, which everybody knows that means more than famous. Yes. Right. More than famous. Yeah, more than famous. Metafamous. Yeah. Teachers by day, perhaps not vocabulary teachers. Beer drinkers by night. We're lucky enough to live in North County, San Diego, California, sunny and warm all year long. So... Pour yourself a beer, pull up a bar stool, and join us. Yeah, and make sure, as always, uh, find and follow us on social media at I Like Beer the Podcast on Instagram and Facebook, where I Like Beer the Po one and I Like Beer the Ta one on Twitter. Uh, make sure you visit our website, uh, I Like Beer the Podcast.com. You can check out the 2020 ILB Beersy nominees there. Send an email to us and let us know who you think should win. Uh, you can join our email list, get our newsletter, learn more about us, and then make sure virtu virtually toast us on Untapped. We're very easy to find. Had a couple of new friends join me in the last couple of days. Dan W., uh, I believe from Maryland, yeah, and uh, Lauren Carey from uh, Florida. So that was very cool. So easy to find. Just look for us on an I Like Beer, the podcast. Welcome aboard. Yeah, every uh, Monday and Tuesday, there's a spike on the uh, on the website. Yeah. So people are going there to check out the beersies and usually on Twitter too. So we much appreciate because we're a nonprofit organization. Yeah. Not, not necessarily by <laughs> <Yeah>. choice. <laughs> Capitalized nonprofit. Uh, yeah. Yes. Right there. Yeah. yeah. Capitals bold. Yes. Bold highlights. <laughs> yeah. All, all caps nonprofit. But not, uh, not by choice. But mm -mm. our only way of growing our podcast is with your help. So make sure you share with your beer drinking friends. And you know, I got to be honest, enemies as well. Yeah. And even people that you're meh about. Yeah. Yeah. Like people you just met on the street. Share it with them. Yeah. <laughs> Please. Your frenemies. Especially them. Yeah. Your frenemies. That's a good call. <laughs> call up people you haven't talked to in years. So yeah, I just family. want to tell you about this podcast. Yeah. Birthday cards. Put it in there. Yeah. Another special request for our listeners. We've launched the I Like Beer, the, the podcast, the, the book club. Because <laughs> yeah, so it's a lot of we like really like that, long yeah. titles. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's catchy and easy to remember. Yeah, on that's the it. YouTubes. It's nice on the YouTubes, as the old people yeah. say. Yeah, on the YouTube. <laughs> yeah, that's good stuff. Oh, we have joined forces with friend of the show, author, cyclist, vegetable guru. I had to ask him some vegetable questions this week. That's true. The bearded wonder, Ryan Wolt, to discuss great books over a couple beers. Find us and subscribe. Yeah, we're easy to find. As he said, go to the YouTube and just put I Like Beer, the podcast in the search bar and you're going to find us. Uh, book talk so far, we've had uh, author N.B. Hanks to uh, you know talk about his his uh, on the Appalachian Trail book. Uh, we've also had, talked about Hemingway. We've hit some of the classics, Hemingway's The Sun Also Rises. And then I believe Hillbilly Elegy. Is that uh, ready yet, Joe? 
What's that one? <laughs> Hillbillyology, the latest one. We broke it all down. Netflix uh, movie. Yeah, like no, no, no. I was, I was yeah. uh, doing some research on that one, and you know, yeah, um, it's coming soon. Coming soon. Checked out the the math, and it's put me way behind. So. <laughs> okay, so it's coming soon. Is what we're hearing. Uh, no, that that'll be out tonight. Uh, actually, yes. I gotta go, and I'll. <laughs> <laughs> so coming, coming as we speak. Coming, coming as, we there, speak. So. Uh, as we speak. As we speak. By the time so. this drops, it'll. Most likely yeah. be almost yeah. there now. So perhaps a secret, we'll not so secret to our nonprofit situation is yeah. our producer for, doesn't know what we're doing. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> I don't think what? our producer, does anyone check the books? Our Which producer, is, is he yeah. embezzling? Yeah. Or, Maybe know, that's where our nonprofits are going. It's all yeah. Yeah. Oh, sure into his new bookshelves. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's it. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, I put a bunch of money in our accounts and then I embezzled it. So. Right, that's smart. That is smart. <laughs> yeah, that's no, been working out for me. <laughs> it sounds like it. So, and uh, hey, make sure also if, uh, while you're at it, check out Ryan's podcast, which is Roast West Coast. If you're a coffee drinker, also a beer drinker, it's a, it's another great place to check out, and, and you can find out a lot about the the coffee scene here in the uh, San Diego, or especially North County, San Diego. I've been drinking coffee my, since I was like 12 years old, and I did, I've learned more in the last like two months than I could possibly have, have imagined. I'll let you know, you know, theme of secrets. I got a little secret about our, our, our friend Ryan. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. And you know me. I like a little wordplay, playful scrimmage of wits, and some rhetorical calisthenics. But our friend Ryan Wolt on Twitter... <laughs> Yeah. Holy crap. That guy's a duelist. He's surgical and brutal and beautiful. Yeah, he's very good. Yeah. No, and I like his takes. Usually I'm almost 100% agreement with his takes. So I agree. And with if you. someone challenges him, the, I yeah. think the proper word is eviscerate. That's what he does <laughs> to his opponent. Piece yes. by piece. He sets yeah. traps and false retreats, retreats, and he parries and he thrusts. He is, the guy's a butcher. Um, so here's okay. the secret, not so secret. Don't get into a war of words with an author. Hey, I've been getting I've been getting some feedback from listeners, and they said we should be uh, drinking more and you know talking less. <laughs> oh, okay. So what, the, oh, what so are we drinking? Let's yeah, go. So what are we drinking? Actually, and the good, listener yeah. is me. I'm the listener that says, "Right, right, you're the one listening." Drink yeah. more. That's something we can fix right now. Let's, Let's make go. that change. So tell us about it, Talent. We uh, did our latest homebrew here at the uh, ILB, the brewery, my garage. And uh, we made a, a blonde, a dry hop blonde. Came out, I think, pretty well. We we uh, trying to kind of perfect a real kind of base recipe, something that's a really good, clean drinking beer uh, that then we can kind of do some different uh, things with regards to additions, like some maybe some fruit, strawberry, peach, something like that, or even some honey or things like that. So uh, be interested to see what you guys think. Okay, I've been, I, you know, confess, I've been drinking it. And holy crap, Jeff, you freaking nail it. This thing is woo. <laughs> gave, it to, gave it to my family already i just i'm i'm coming over right after this podcast and filling up my growler good job <laughs> nice excellent beer it's got a it light bodied and it has a little kind of like mildly astringent little uh i would say a little bit of that acidic bitterness yeah and I, I think that's the dry hop. I think that definitely was the dry hop, which we kind of made that a, a, a decision uh, to add that kind of late and just to see because we'd never done that before. And and I think overall it came good. It gave, gave it a good flavor. Um, and it makes it a little different from like your your typical blonde, right? If you're going to just go with a straight blonde, it's got a little bit different uh, different taste because of that. Super clear, like an epic beer and your carbonation was, yeah, was spot on. Yeah. 
Yeah, I would say that this time too. When I say we, I'm talking about me and my son because uh, we're the we were the brewing team. When he's home from college, he likes to help me make beer, so we we made a beer here. Um, I think we've really kind of fine tuned our our garage brewing system this time. I think it definitely was our our most streamlined process. We were able to do kind of a closed loop transfer as we went from fermenter to keg, which I won't bore you with that, but that's really good because we're not exposing it to air as much and you're not getting some of that oxygenation. And I, I'm going to tell you right now, game changer. I'm going to give a huge shout out right now to uh, David. I'm going to mess up his name, but it's Zivkovich, I think, from Z-Style Brewing, who we had on, a home brewer. He turned me on to this thing called the Tilt Hydrometer and Game Changer. Um, this is a device you you just drop it right into the fermenter, and uh, it, it, you you have open the app up, and right off the bat, I mean, it's telling you the temperature of the beer, it's telling you uh, the the gravity, so it just takes all the guesswork out of it. It, it. it honestly, for us, it made it so much easier just to kind of follow the fermentation process and know when to add the the dry hop, and 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 also be able to kind of nail down the ABV and stuff and everything else. So that was really cool, and I I think that's one of the cool things about this is a lot of times at the end of our podcast, people aren't probably aware of that, but I'll sit there and I pick the brains of the brewers that we have. On just to try and get some information and they're always so cool and, and helping me out and i've learned a lot i look forward to, to learning a lot more because like i said I, th- I feel like each time i get a little better with it and, and just understanding the process um but yeah i'm super pleased with this one and i and i feel like this is going to be a good base for us and it'll be kind of fun to play around with a little bit and see what we can kind of add to it and you know i'm thinking as we get into spring and strawberries come into to bloom there it might be a good time to try and see if we can crack out a, a, a strawberry blonde or something like that absolutely Gentlemen, I motion for a five. Uh Uh-oh. A whole five? Yeah. A whole five. A whole five. I give everyone of my beers a five, but that's just (laughs) because it's like a father with his children. You know, it's like (laughs) Philip Rivers with his 25 kids. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) I'm at a four, two, five. I already, I clocked it in already. I am nothing if not on. I think it's excellent, but I didn't give it a five. I'm at a four, five. I'm a four, seven, five. So you put those strawberries in and come back and talk to me. Definitely allows us to bring in Will yeah. at a minimum. What's it hit your lips? It's so good. Thanks, Will. Okay, Will. Thanks, awesome, beautiful. Will. Thanks. No, I appreciate so, it. No, it's, it's good. So, talent. Cheers. Excellent beer. Fine job. Cheers, fine job. Cheers. Cheers to talent. I'm, I'm going to actually say this. I've had a, enough of this that I'm not drinking that beer. And so, what I actually am drinking right now is honestly one of my new favorite IPAs. Um, it's, uh, it's a collab beer from Carl Strauss and Modern Times uh, Beer Company. And uh, it's called their Mosaic Oasis IPA, and it is fantastic. And basically the way they kind of explain it, they basically did a collab. They used a couple of different uh, hop varietals to, to, to create a – it's a super citrusy, um, super flavorful, um, you know, but it's also got that – kind of dankness that you would expect in a, in a West coast IPA. Um, but it is, it's super, uh, flavorful. I'm really, really enjoying it. I honestly, it's one of the best IPAs I've had in a, in a long time. So influencer Jeff shared this one with me and, um, I just, you know, I we kind of said, Hey, I'll, I'll drink this one. So we can give it a shout out to, to both Carl Strauss and modern times and, um, a shout out to Brian who, who shared it with us. Uh, we really appreciate them reaching out to us and, and, uh, big fans of this. And, and if you can get yourself, uh, whether it's a, a pint of this, a can of this, uh, whatever, um, I would highly recommend you, you you do this. I think everybody's going to really enjoy this beer. I think it's out right now. I think yeah. it just got released, so I'll be looking for more of it. I think it did too. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's really good. So we all have a, a beer in hand then. We do. What did you name your beer, Talent? Well, you know me, I'm, I put a lot of thought into the naming process. And so uh, after you know a lot of time at the drawing board, we came up with I Like Beer, The Blonde. 
Perfect. <laughs> yeah. So you genius. Can just, yeah. Yeah. So until something better comes along, that's pretty much uh, what we came up with at this point. But I've named all my beers that. I like beer, the Mexican lager. I like beer, the blonde. I like beer, the stout. I like beer, the porter. You know, so I think it wins. We'll, we'll work wins on the it. day and wins the day. Oh, that, that porter was really yeah. good, too. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll, we'll keep working on them. So, well, lift up your your beer because it's time for toast, roast and pour one out. Who's got a toast tonight? I've got a bunch, but I don't know if someone else is going first or not. I can. I can. Oh, if I'm given the option to go before you and get out of your way, then I'm going to yeah, take. Mine it. are all mine are all short ones. I'm going to go first. Let me go first. Okay. <laughs> oh, great. Mine are quick ones. So. How good for me? Yeah, no, no. This good is good. I'll, I'll go last on some of the. I've already been ones. shamed by not scoring your beer high enough. No, no, no. You scored. I think humiliated. you scored it perfectly appropriately. So, uh, I just had to score a five because again, it's like a, a, a kid, a, a father with their child. You can't, you know, tell them, "Hey, that was so all right, not bad." You have to say, "Oh, you were fantastic." <laughs> uh, anyways, here we go. Uh, my first toast is uh, to change. So, guys, here's a little toast to change. There we go. Enough said on that. Uh, my next toast, Padres, guys. This could be the greatest year ever to be a Padre fan because mm-hmm. based on their offseason activity, including what they did this last week, I think they probably have, have compiled uh, their potentially their best team ever. Um, and so it's going to be super exciting because we're going to have a lot of uh, – um, you know, talk in terms of about them being a, a, a dominant team, not only in the West, but also as a, a World Series contender and favorite. Uh, so it's looking to be a, a great season. And I finally feel like, hey, I know why we we voted to put in Petco Park now. I don't know how many years ago that was, but it seems like it's finally, it's finally, <laughs> coming finally to seen them. It's coming to fruition. There we have it. Nice. Uh, so great job, because again, they just added to their their pitching uh, staff is going to be phenomenal this year. So that that was very really cool. And then my last one is a shout out to uh, Five Suits Brewing here in Vista, and uh, it's a local brewery, and they have a really cool program that they're doing each week. And basically, when you go there and you you order your to go stuff from them, uh, you can add in or uh, for four bucks you can buy a pint for ICU workers. Uh, so I think that's a great cause. I actually tried to go by there today, but I was by there at about 2.30 and they don't open until 4 p.m. So I'm going to go mm. tomorrow, I think, a little later and buy some beers for some ICU workers. And I would encourage you guys and encourage our listeners as well. I saw that they did. I think it was last week. They bought a bunch for the, the ICU workers at Scripps and Zanitas. And I think they kind of go around to different hospitals each week. And based on the number of people that have purchased these chips, they're buying beers for these ICU workers. So huge uh, toast to them as well. So there you go. And you're going to need beer tomorrow because we're all showing up with empty I do, growlers. Yes. yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Fill up. yeah. Influencer, I'm going to take your growler and go fill it up over <laughs> okay. there. Is that okay? <laughs> yeah, sure. Tom's got a toast for us. Yeah, I want to raise a glass to Mr. Philip Rivers, who announced his retirement. I uh, just wanted to say thank you for all the memories, all the toughness and loyalty that you showed San Diego over the years, even after moving to, to LA. Uh, sorry you didn't make it to the Super Bowl, but cheers. You know, I'm excited for him because now him and his wife can just settle down and have a family now that they have nothing else <laughs> yeah. to do. Yeah. You know, I'll just say, he didn't get any Super Bowl rings, but he, pro- he didn't produce that, but he produced a lot of offspring. So Let me ask you a question. Up. You guys all know how we are where I was, but he, he retires and he's got to go home. He's got nine kids. How long does he stay retired? <laughs> oh, yeah, right. <laughs> He'll be in the broadcast booth. Yeah. yeah. Or a coaching now he's staff teaching, somewhere. Yeah. So. Teaching high school I football. will tell you this. My yeah. understanding. When 
when we were doing the Chargers down in San Diego, he would actually take the time after every home game, take his kids out to the field and play ball with them for 10, 15 minutes and then go in and do the press conference. So that that shows you what kind of guy he is, a true family man. So toast to you, Philip. No, Gunner Rivers. I think that's his kid. Watch it. That kid's going to be uh, going to be a, probably a great quarterback at some point. Him, him and the, the Manning kid that's coming up. Uh, Archie Manning, the other one's coming up. So very cool. Nice toast. Good job, Tom. People that know me well noticed my reticence through that whole thing. I can't forgive certain things. I agree. I'm right there with you. But I will toast listener Michael Halbert. Oh, nice. For leading our I Like Beer book club meeting last week when we read uh, and discussed August, a novel by Callan Wink. That was awesome. He did a great job. I agree. He did a fantastic job. And yeah. um, next up, News of the World by Paulette yeah. Giles, chosen by Jeff at Large down in San Diego, California. If you'd like to join the I Like Beer book club, just send us a direct message or an email at I Like Beer, the podcast at gmail.com, and we'll send you in the information. Jump into Zoom with us and Drink a beer and talk about a book. Pretty low key. A lot of fun. Not a bad way to spend an evening. Right. Yeah. And that sends us over to the roast unless we've got another toast out there. I think we're good. All right. All right. Well, I'm going to go roast because I think I'm the only one with a roast tonight unless somebody else has one. But so my roast here, I'm roasting airport security. <laughs> so I don't know if you guys saw this. I saw this. This is a pretty <laughs> amazing a story. It is. Itself. Well, <laughs> yes. Uh, but uh, I'm going to mispronounce this guy's name. But whatever. His, his name is Aditya Singh. And he's a 36-year-old who arrived at Chicago O'Hare's International Airport on October 19th, 2020, and basically uh, had a flight booked back to his hometown in Los Angeles. But he decided not to board the plane because he was scared of COVID. He saw what was happening in L.A. And so instead, he just basically hunkered down in the airport, and he had stayed there for the past three months. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> holy cow yeah, exactly so this guy <laughs> this guy fantastic. decides oh my gosh i'm not flying to la because there's too much COVID there so instead i'm just gonna stay here in this airport for in chicago for three months so that's that's the basic but the, so the question becomes well how does he manage to do this right you can think about airport security all this other kind of stuff and they said he basically found an airport id badge and he wore it around his neck 24 <laughs> 7 and it says that the airport, uh, the badge he was wearing belonged to an operations manager who reported it missing, I, I guess, on October 26th. So he was basically wearing this, every, and that's how he got around it. And he just stayed in this airport for three months. It wasn't until January 16th, so you know, a couple last week, really, um, that he finally, he was busted because a couple of people approached him and said, hey, can we see your badge? And uh, he, he was like, he got so scared, he said, I, I'm scared to go home because of COVID. And so then they, they arrested him. <laughs> he they, spilled uh, his beans that quickly. Yeah, he spilled his beans that quickly. <laughs> and, uh, and they took him to court. And I guess, I, here's my favorite thing. This is the quote from the judge, is the judge says, you're telling me that an unauthorized, non-employee individual was allegedly living within a secure part of the O'Hare Airport Terminal from October 19, 2020 to January 16, 2021, and was not detected? I want to understand you correctly. <laughs> that was the quote from the hell judge. of a job. That's doing awesome. There. Hell of a job. So, so yeah. next time you think airport security is all that, it maybe really isn't, because uh, that's a pretty crazy story. Hey, any more roasts out there, gentlemen? Then I'm heading right over to pour one out. And I've got a, I got a sad one here for a dear friend of ours, friend of the show and, and just friend, Paul, the shower beer guy who was just on our show. Yeah. Oh, no. He yeah. didn't, he didn't, no, Tom, 
He didn't pass away. Oh, <laughs> Tom was getting excited. Ooh. He's like, oh, I got got some content for He's next week. He's getting his sad excitement on. But Paul, the shower beer guy who was here for our Festivus episode, he's okay. So no worries there. But his beer drinking days are over. What? what? In fact, he had his very last beer right here on the show with us during what? Festivus. He's been having some health and allergy issues, and they've been doing all kinds of research on him, and they finally realized that somehow oh he has gosh. developed this hyper allergy to beer. <laughs> oh my gosh. That, that is, is the so... worst news ever. That's the worst I know. news ever. No, you just have an allergy. Yeah. He's a prolific oh, beer drinker. He, that might explain the allergy. That might explain the allergy, actually. Basically, basically you yeah, it's why I can't eat walnuts. Yeah, how my bad is the allergy? Use... Like, what's? Why not just yeah. live with it? <laughs> yeah, can you take <laughs> medication? Can you get can't shots? Be done. That is so bad. Done. He can right, drink fair. alcohol. So he, he can drink oh, alcohol, okay. which is good. Ah, okay. Because people that know Paul know he can be delightful or he can be sober. He can't be both. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, he, but Paul's been out drinking me two beers to one since 1990. So yeah, no. it does give me a chance to catch up beer for beer yeah, before our good. lives are over. So, well, the good news is we'll have a designated driver when we go to the breweries now up in the Seattle. No, area. he can still that's drink alcohol. Tr- yeah, well, at the breweries, if there's no alcohol, okay, well, he can be our okay, that's yeah. fair. I don't think he would so, mind that at all. How did he find this out? I was talking to him the other night, and he rechristened himself as Paul the Shower Cocktail Guy now. <laughs> cool. Cool. I'll, let's get him introduced guy. to Henneberry Whiskey. I love it. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. He does love whiskey. Good. Well, there you go. Get me his address. I'll send him a bottle. Joe's got some people he should meet. That's very sad. I actually don't even that's know how to follow big, him. That's big, though. Yeah, that's at this big. Point. Wow. That was monumental. Yeah. So. Can we have a moment of silence? How do you deal yeah, with this? Yeah, I think I just had that yeah. a moment of silence right there. That's <laughs> terrible. Yeah, you did. So. I guess we won't have him back on the podcast, will we? Yeah. Never well, again. Maybe he, never again. No, yeah. So no sorry about that, Paul. Well, he could still <laughs> send us beer and talk to him about that it. That is true. Yeah. Yeah. And tell yeah. us what he thinks it would taste like. No, his <laughs> wife is delighted because she doesn't yeah. have to share with the kegerator anymore. That is brilliant. <laughs> so. Well, wait. Hey, is he getting rid of his kegerator? No. His sister in law <laughs> is a beer distributor and That's his wife right. loves ah. beer. So, no, no. All right, so I'm going to follow that. It's going to be tough to follow that up. But so first one, I'm going to pour one out for the letter Q. Um, It has been a really tough day for Q. And so I'm just going to pour one out there. Enough said with that one. No, no, Uh, not enough said. Not enough said. Oh, sorry. Not enough said. I thought I could be Secret. Remember, our theme is secrets. Oh, secret. That's Uh, a good point. Secret segment. Tom? Happy trails to you until So this was an, our segment we discussed some time ago, and it seems to fit right now. Uh, we call this segment, And the Horse You Came In On. <laughs> <laughs> and then my second poor one out here is for the anti-vaxxers. Because I think that their time is coming because these are some ways that people are promoting, hey, get the vaccine. Uh, So first, in Indonesia, uh, they recently announced their priority list for the COVID vaccine. um, And it includes all the usual, you know, essential people there at the top with healthcare workers, frontline employees and so on. But you know who else they included in that group? Instagram influencers. (laughs) Mm. And uh, if you know Indonesia, it makes a lot of sense because they're basically among the top global users of social media platforms like Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, uh, but only 37% 
uh, of their population have said that they're willing to get vaccinated. So these guys did, they thought about this and actually it's kind of brilliant when you think about it. And so there was actually pictures and you have the president getting uh, the vaccine and right next to him is uh, one of their biggest influencers. Guy has like 50 million uh, followers on Instagram getting his vaccine as well. And they're basically saying, Hey, this is going to be a way to show all those people that follow uh, that. Hey, it's okay to do this and you should think about it. So I thought that was a pretty ingenious way. And I'm thinking maybe here in the U S we follow suit and instead of having scientists telling you get the vaccine, maybe Kim Kardashian or someone like that says, Hey, get the vaccine. And a lot of these, a lot of people in our country probably would listen more to Kim Kardashian than they're going to listen to the, the scientists. So that's the first one. Yeah, especially if she got a shot in her booty. Then people exactly. Will pay attention. Uh, <laughs> that's the first one. The problem is, is if she gets that, uh, well, I'm not going to go there. Anyways, uh, and now if influencers doesn't work, Michigan may have the solution because recently a Michigan marijuana dispensary is giving free weed to anyone who gets the COVID vaccine. Ah. So again, they're calling it. Pot for shots. Pot for shots. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're calling it pot for yeah. shots. Uh, and compelling. so as part of their pot for shots promotion, <laughs> anyone who brings in a written proof that they received a COVID-19 vaccine to the, I'm going to get this, it's the greenhouse of Wald Lake. They'll get a Zivkovich. free. Zivkovich. Yeah. So they get, they get a, they get some free pot um, in their press release. So there is no way anti-vaxxers can, can, uh, can, no. you know, not, uh, get their take vaccine now because yeah, yeah. take advantage of that. Exactly. So there you go. Everything's Those, going their way, man. That's right. Those are my <laughs> poor one outs. Nice. Talent, your beer went down easy. And I'm guessing, Doc, you're ready for another one. Oh, I am. Faux show. So, talent, tell us about our next beers. All right. So, I uh, recently, uh, as in a couple of days ago, made a trip up into the Anaheim area. And uh, as I was up there, like I have to, I stopped by one of my favorite breweries here in California, and it's called Bottle Logic Brewing. They are just the mad scientists. They make great beer. Their beer is unbelievable, but they're also just kind of mad scientists in terms of the stuff, some of the stuff they come up with. And it always is so good and tasty. And so I stopped by there. I picked up a bunch of beers and I dropped some off to you guys today uh, to give a try. So I think everybody has a different little sampling of what they got. I'll give you guys a moment to to pour your beers out and then uh, we'll see what you guys got. You brought me the uh, mint condition imperial stout brewed with mint, cacao nibs, and lactose sugar. And it smells just like a thin mint. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah, I have the same one because I've, I've drank, I had all the other ones that everybody else has, but I hadn't had this one yet. And you're right. Just smelling it. It doesn't have hints of thin mint. It smells like if you just opened a box and and broke the cellophane yeah. and, and sniffed oh. the box of thin mints. Yeah, it's, that is glorious. It's, it's pretty fantastic. It is thick. I'd have to have milk with that. Thick and kind of syrupy. Yeah, it's very syrupy. You can't see through it at all. It is. It is. And you can smell the mint. Like I mean, it's. It does. It smells like a box of Thin Mints. Oh, Joe, lunchtime beer, 12%. Yes. 12%. Good, good. Starting <laughs> oh, to move up the chain. That's nice. One pint at 12%. Perfect. Well, on the opposite end of the spectrum, I think a few of us have the 4.4% Speed of Light American Light Lager. You're not going to have as much fun as I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we'll have more check-ins. <laughs> <laughs> right yeah fair good well stated, i'm telling talent. you it doesn't hold a candle to uh talent spear though 
Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. There you have it. Ah, that's that's there good. You go. I, yeah, I would say yeah, I, 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 I'm gonna tell you guys right now, Bottle Logic, if you have a chance, if you you know what? If you come to Anaheim, forget Disneyland. Do not go to Disneyland. Go to Bottle Logic. Go to Bottle Logic. Their right. their stuff there cheaper. is just, a lot cheaper. It is, Pick up well, your beer and then go to yeah, Disneyland. It's definitely yeah. a lot cheaper, but it's it, it's a, it, it, it is a lot cheaper, it but is a lot that's cheaper, not I saying agree. much. <laughs> but it is it is fantastic. So talent, you also have the uh, mint condition? I do have the mint condition. Did as you well. take a sip of it? I did. It is not it doesn't just smell like thin mints. It's oh, like it you're it's drinking like you're eating liquid thin mints. Thin mint. No, it is great. It is the, like I said, if you're gonna I don't know how you I'm trying to evaluate this on on all of the other thin mint beers I've ever had, which really hasn't been none. But if I had to say a thin mint, this is a thin mint beer and I'm a huge fan of thin mints. This is this is is fantastic. Definitely a sipping beer. It will be really interesting as it warms up to see what happens with the flavors as it gets even a little warmer. Right. Yeah, I'm not I'm not going to I'm not going to pass judgment until it warms up a little, even though I, I left it sitting out for about the last 20 minutes to to let it uh, warm up a little already. But. It's delicious, but it's very sweet. And yes, it's not always sweet. my my jam. No, but it it's also tastes exactly like Thin Mints, which is my jam. So, yeah, I, I'm, so. I'm confused. You're torn. <laughs> and I'm it. sure a pint of this yeah. will really help with the clarity. It'll clear, issue. It'll clear your, yeah. 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 <laughs> I don't, Todd and Tom, what do you guys think of the, the lager there? I'm, I'm with Doctor. I'm, yeah. You know, it's hard to follow yeah. the I like beer, yeah. the, the blood. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. It, it, it's hard to follow that. And then, oh, by the way, when you guys are talk, sitting there talking about thin mint beer. Yeah, that's I mean, true. Yeah, no, I feel you like guys we're a little are, shortchanged yeah. here. Yeah. Both yeah. in alcohol content and taste. Well, here's what I'm going to say in, in all things. these, This one right here, I, I had to limit myself because we talk about how much it costs to cost to Disneyland. This beer here costs uh, right on par with an entrance to Disneyland. So I can only right. buy like one or two cans. because So only only the beautiful people got this it. This is the, I get it. the yeah. mint yes. condition. The mint condition. <laughs> no, Joe, yours is there too. They all are right around yeah. that. But I mean, it's like uh, when, no, no, no. when it's like uh, yeah, let me, a little pricey yeah. per can. Let me... Uh, speak to the beer I'm drinking, which is fantastic. It, it's the sour. I'm very interested in yours too. Did you have it? I had it last night. Yeah, it. I, actually, I love it. It's a breakfast beer, nine point zero percent ABV, right? So, something you get drinking right when you wake up. I'm sure. Baby's milk compared to this. Well, <laughs> it's got it's got lactose, my friend. So uh, there you go. Yes. <laughs> Baby's milk is pretty. Apropos, as we say. Uh, and it also has apricot. So just kind of tying it all together for you. Fruit in the morning. Fruit in the morning. Fantastic beer. I would give it a 4.5. Really, really tasty. It's definitely a sour. Uh, gives you a little pucker when you drink it. But um, it's beautifully fruity and uh, an intense pleasure. So to the degree that the blonde didn't land, the the sour lands at least equally as good as the the beer you guys are drinking so i wouldn't do this with thin mints like not this beer with thin mints for sure yes <laughs> no <laughs> but it's a 475 easy oh nice i always have trouble drinking you know a pilsner or a lager after an ale right i agree i I, I have a pecking bad. order and yeah. i i I, just something about the the palate of the the ales always fits me better. So I always have a hard time drinking a pilsner or a lager after when we're doing our tastings. I always start with the pilsners and the lagers, get them, enjoy them because I can't enjoy them after. So, all right, well, where are you at with this? I don't know if I can drink a pint of this though. I, 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 <laughs> oh no, you I have, have to. to. That's is, the job. 
Tom, yeah. you might want to oh. roll right on over on your way to fill up your growler at Talon's <laughs> yeah. house and drink the other half of this pint. I'll be right there. I'm about halfway up mine right now. But I, like I said, I, I enjoyed it. I really do enjoy it. And at the level of it, it is, you can tell it's really well made. But it is, it's minty. <laughs> and uh, it, okay. <laughs> and so I think, like I said, from that standpoint, I did a four or five on it just because I think the quality of it that is there and everything. But I agree with you. I, I think it's, it would take a good chunk of the night to get through the whole, the whole uh, pint. <laughs> All right. Hey, we need to invent, I, I, you know, I really want to taste it. We need to invent some way to transport beer via phone computer oh, yeah. internet, virtual whatever. beer and that you yeah, we need taste that because I, I want to taste it right now that's yeah, something i want to sit at a table with you guys again yeah, yeah vaccines are coming here, here we need a beer printer that's what todd i'm on it oh a, beer a three a 3d a 3d yeah, beer, beer printer, printer. 3D, 3D, 3d beer printer idea. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah easy yeah. easy peasy yeah well now that we've rehydrated and while well, i can still spit out some words <laughs> i think it's time for i like beer to spill some secrets Listen, do you want to know a secret? Do you promise not to tell? So who's got a secret to tell? Well, I can go first because I think I was at the top of the list anyways. And so I, I went the route of uh, secret menus. So for those of you that, uh, like me, live in a closet most of the time and aren't even aware that this is a thing, um, I was surprised to find out that secret menus is actually a real thing. It's a big thing, yeah. It is a big thing. I didn't even know this. Yeah, I no, think there's this a, is, yeah, there's a, a whole culture around it. I think this is something the younger generation is keeping a, keeping a secret from the rest of us. But anyways, uh, the curtain was drawn away from the uh, the secret menu for me because I was given some websites I could go check out, and I went, "Whoa, I didn't know you could do this." So, uh, what are secret menus? Basically, there's a lot of restaurants, especially fast food restaurants, um, that all have a secret menu that you can go in there, and if you're in the know, if you're in the club, there are things that you can order. So, there were a lot of fast food restaurants. I don't go to a ton of fast food restaurants. So I just, out of the names I saw, I picked a couple that I knew and then ones that I feel are kind of have some, what do you want to say? Uh, a, a national appeal that are going to be across our nation. So people, if they wanted to check some of these out. So the first one, uh, Sonic, you know, I've only ever gone to Sonic and I think got a shake from Sonic, but apparently they have a huge secret menu. Uh, some of the things that are on their secret menu, uh, the Frito pie, which actually is a huge uh, meal in Texas. And I had one. It's fantastic. And uh, basically, it's it's with Fritos. You can't go wrong with Fritos. Uh, no, they have a I grilled ham and cheese. Uh, they have Piccolo's. They have a purple Sprite. Uh, this one's going to surprise a lot of people, but they have Sonic salads. I didn't think uh, Sonic did anything that was uh, healthy for you. Uh, <laughs> Sonic Sunrise. And then my my the one that was like the one that jumped out at me. And uh, that was they have something that's called the Dr. Pepper Orgasm. Um, Ooh, and, uh, yeah, so I, I honestly, I had to Google that one and say, okay, well, what's the Dr. <laughs> Pepper Gorgasm? And so this is a drink that you, uh, that basically it's a combination. They call it a trifecta of three different flavors. So you take a little Dr. Pepper, some Powerade and lemonade, and that becomes the Dr. Pepper Orgasm. So uh, next time you go to Sonic, give it a uh, shot. That so, doesn't sound like an orgasm to me. Yeah, yeah it doesn't sound so good to me either. But anyways, yeah. uh, next one, McDonald's. We've all heard of McDonald's. We've all spent a lot of time, especially when our kids were Before younger. Before you proceed, uh, Talent, has anybody done a check on this to give secret uh, <laughs> recipes out on a public podcast? Are we, we going to get sued by McDonald's? Is it? 
No, these are oh, the you producer can, these takes care online. of all that. That yeah, and I was told by my writer that this is all covered. Okay. Um, so if we get and, sued, well, it's on me. Okay, good. Now I was just yeah. saying. Wait, and, and, and they sue us. What are they going to take, take from us? Our and headphones? I'm going to tell you right now. We're <laughs> no, thank you, Tom. That's a good point. Going back That's to our recyclable aluminum. We have a lot <laughs> and, of recyclable. No, they will take all of our aluminum for sure. And if not, they can reference my friend Google because that's where I found all this stuff. Okay. Um, anyways, McDonald's. Uh, they have the big McChicken, the two cheeseburger meal, uh, the chicken McGriddle, the Big Mac sauce fries. Uh, they have one that's called the Land, Sea, and Air Burger, the Mick 1035. Not sure what that is. The Mick Crepe, the McKinley Mac, the Monster Mac, the Mick Leprechaun Shake, and the Pie McFlurry. And then the last place I checked out, because it's actually the, pretty much the one fast food place I, I do enjoy going to, and that's In-N-Out, yeah, which yeah. we have here all over California. And it's starting to venture out. I actually saw a bunch in Texas the last time I was there. Which, so te- you know, some of the obvious ones, you can do a, a three-by-three and a four-by-four, which is the number of patties. They do animal-style burger, which I'd heard of animal-style fries, but they do an animal-style burger. You can do toasty buns. I guess you know, that's self-explanatory. Grilled cheese. Um, and then the one that was interesting that I'd never heard of there is called the Flying Dutchman. So you go into in and out and you order a Flying Dutchman. And basically what they do with that is uh, they remove uh, the burger buns and you're just stuck with a massive amount of meat and cheese. And uh, that's how you eat it. And they said you can even go for a double Flying Dutchman if you're really hungry oh, uh, and get a exciting. double Flying Dutchman. So there, yeah. So there's some secret menus. I'm going to tell you right now, there are secret menus at every yeah. uh, fast food place. So if you have a place you love to go to. Uh, go online and just Google it, and I guarantee you can find things you want to order. Yeah, that's my standard at In-N-Out is the uh, grilled cheese animal style. There you go. When, when I was in high school, Buddy worked at uh, Carl's Jr. and apparently had way too much time on his hands because he figured out. And so we ordered this all the time because what will you eat in high school? Anything that's free, right? Pretty much. Uh, or or cheap. Well, I think a happy star was 59 cents. So he figured out if you ordered a happy star double patty and then hit double cheddar, double Swiss, double cheddar, double Swiss 10 times, it rang up for 59 cents. Oh, wow. That's like the cheat code on uh, the Nintendo 64 for Contra. Up, down, up, down, left, right, left, right, A, B, I think was what it, yeah. And it was, you know, it was like eight inches tall. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, all, all awesome. cheese wow. on a, what, between a bun with two patties in there and, and disgusting, but, but 59 cents. You can't beat that. that. Awesome. So seven or eight of that, those, that, that was all you needed. That's a that's a life hack right there. My gosh. Right. Fantastic. Thank you, Talent. But that was good secrets, yeah. Some of those I've had. Some of those I would never and order because I'd be have. embarrassed to say it at the counter. Joe, did you bring a secret to share? Rule follower that you are. I misinterpreted our uh, notes, so... I was thinking personal secrets, right? So oh, prepare well, yourselves, that's good, gentlemen. Those work. Okay, I wanted yeah, it yeah, open-ended yeah. and hoped you would go there. <laughs> <laughs> I figured. I figured. So it's a confession as much as a secret. Um, and it's tough and uh, embarrassing. We're going to support uh, you, Joe. I'm just going to go. Does it have anything gonna, to do with Dr. Pepper? It does not. <laughs> Nor secret Mexican menus. Jails? Uh, Mexican, Mexican jails? Mexican jails? I was just going to no say No Mexican, Mexican jails. jails. Um, but yeah, so um, I voted for John Hall last year for the best new podcast. Um, 
for our oh. podcast vote. So. Oh, well, you know what? I was wondering who that one well, vote was. It was a th- yeah. uh, I, I get you. I was wondering. Who I that mean, I thought was. we did good last year, but his stuff was really yeah. sharp and tight. And yeah. his stuff was good. I I'm an honest you. guy. Yeah. yeah no. Well, so, I, I mean, I apologize, gentlemen. I, you know, it's. You tell you the truth, it. It was a three-two split. You weren't the yes. only one. Yes. So yeah, no, it's tough, and uh, you know, I, I, it had to come out at some point. You know who else voted for him? Someone less honest than you. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So there you have it. I, my secret's though. out. Well, um, Padre, I feel better. We, we appreciate your honesty. Good. But Whatever penance I have, good you know, send it to me. Yeah, it's good, Joe. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. I'll leave uh, penance to you, influencer. So whatever it is, it is. And no shame or guilt about the yeah. embezzlement. <laughs> no, that's been fine. Yeah. No, that's been fine. <laughs> Actually, know, if I was Joe, a drug I dealer, I, I think meant... it's called laundering, but I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. But anyways. <laughs> I was saying, Joe, I think I meant, I meant to vote for John Hall, but I think I clicked the wrong button. So I'm right there with you. I, I get it. So <laughs> I think he might have yeah. won. Yeah. No, was, no, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. You know what? It's all Heinz. 2020. 2020 is, uh, you know, it's over. No, we got it. No, we're keeping the title. Time no, for to sure. move on. But, I got the beersy. Yeah. I'm not giving it back. So, okay. <laughs> no, no. Nobody does once they have them. Yeah. Hey, Tom, you got a secret to share? Well, you know, it's always tough following Padre and his stories. Not this time. And, uh, no, that, <laughs> we, we knew. We looked a, over his well, shoulder. When, when he's bearing his soul and truth to us all, you know. <laughs> but uh, I, I figured I'd uh, try to pick up the educational segment slack of the episode here. And with everything going on this week, I thought this was apropos with our new president being inaugurated. I went with the secret history of presidents and beer. Nice. Might have a little something to do with the podcast, too. So, you know, we as Americans love leaders who look to someone they get a beer with, talent, influencer, doc, padre, no matter how ambiguous that description is. So it should come as no surprise that the history of presidents and beer is intertwined as a field of hops and vines. It all started with our founding father, George Washington. And talent told us a little bit about Martha's love for the happy hours Early happy hours of memory serves, right? Right. Little known fact, uh, on the back of a page of a military notebook, he kept, during the war, he recorded his recipe for what they called small beer. It was a beer meant for substance and for every man, woman, and child, mind you, to keep hydrated throughout the day. The recipe survives to this day, thanks to the New York Public Library, which uncovered the handwriting and identified it as Washington and published it for the world to see. Brewers at Blue Point Brewing on Long Island picked up the recipe and have recreated the beer as close as possible. It's definitely a breakfast beer for Padre at 3.6, and they call it, lo and behold, the Colonial Ale. Uh, And they went on to explain the recipe. And I won't bore you with the recipe other than this one line, and this is for the doctor. They say, leave the bunghole open until it's almost done working. <laughs> That's good advice, actually. That's actually good advice yeah. no matter what you're doing. To yeah. be honest. That's what the water yeah. picks yeah. for. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. The right. almost is right. a little yeah. disquieting. Yeah, you should always leave yeah. the bunghole Continue. open yeah. until right. it's done. Right. So, <laughs> so then we move on to uh, John Adams, who is our second president. And he loved himself some alcohol. 
Are we going through all of them? Just to, just to set it. Yeah, yeah, we're going 40, through all the presidents. 46. <laughs> no, 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 we're not. We're not. Yeah, just, we're just hitting just the, 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 the highlights here. And the president. Good thing you brought me a sipping beer. <laughs> yes, right. <laughs> so John Adams started, started there with you, Padre. You may have gotten this from John Adams. He started every day with a hard cider and topped the afternoon off with a porter. But here, here's a little known fact that you didn't know. He's most notably remembered as being the brother to the infamous... Boston brewer Sam Adams, who is responsible for those summer ales and Oktoberfests we all know and love today. That's a big reveal right there. I like it. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. That brings it us is. to president number three. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yes, moving moving on to our third president, Thomas Jefferson. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, good stuff. How many more beers do we have? He uh after he left office in 1809, he paid uh, increasing attention to beer. And five years later, he picked up and owned his own personal brew house. Now, here's somebody we have to all appreciate here, guys. Jefferson's successor, Number James four Madison, for those keeping track at home. Oh, my goodness. Takes the title of the patron really? of brewing among the founding fathers. He believed in American beer so much, he tried to create a national brewery and install a secretary oh of beer gosh. to protect the interests of the young brewing in wow. the culture well, of our country. Fantastic! How about stuff. them? Apples? So, was it called Coors or Budweiser? That. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> right, right. So, as we know, sometimes presidents used uh, alcohol to persuade voters. Monroe, Monroe, you want Monroe next? <laughs> <laughs> oh, stop flexing, Adams Spanier. Jackson! Stop flexing, ben John Quincy Adams! <laughs> stop flexing. Did you know that uh, during uh, Prohibition, Warren Harding, who was president during those years, uh, from 21 to 23, held a biweekly semi-secret booze-filled poker night in the White House? Wow. Yeah, that That's sounds fun. Stuff. That's sweet. Well, Prohibition may have put a damper on beer and alcohol altogether, but Franklin Delano Roosevelt came to save us all and said, I think this would be a good time for beer. He quickly signed the Beer Wine Revenue Act to allow 3.2% beer and wine in 1933, and then in December, helped push through what we all know and love today as the 21st Amendment. Praise God. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Fast forwarding to more recent times for you guys, Jimmy Carter. 1970s. Yeah, we're doing good. We're doing good. We have to thank Jimmy Carter. We have to thank Jimmy Carter for legalizing yeah. home brewing That's right. back in 1979. Boy. And I think his brother may have played a role in it because his brother, Billy, had his own line of beer. Billy beer. So thank you, brother Billy. Yes, good job, Billy. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen, a little educational segment uh, about the history of presidents and beers. Tom, that was some of your best work, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> some of your best work right there. Well, what you skipped the last two, wasn't, wasn't there a beer like... Trump sucks ass beer, something like that. <laughs> yeah, that was a beer. Yeah. Yeah, my dad said, don't trust someone who doesn't drink and who doesn't like dogs. So there you that have it. That was a lot of information. That was good work, Tom. Yeah. That was good work. Yeah, that was, yeah, it was. That was, that was impressive. So what's to follow that? Who's next? Doc is burning. You know what? Doc's one of those people that may not have any secrets. Because yeah, he just lets yeah. him ride. Yeah, if I've ever met true. an open yes. book. Yeah. Yeah, you know, 
you're talking about wide open. I was going with Joe. I thought it was like personal stuff. So, you know, it's probably no surprise to any of you, but I, I like seconds. So when I'm sitting on the bidet and I'm done with a rinse cycle, you know what? I Even though I don't need it, I'll, I'll push oh. rinse again. Yeah. So I, you're a double dipper. Yeah. You're a double, so, double dipper. Yeah. yeah okay. Really? Yeah. Double I'm rinser. a double rinser. So there he goes. So, you know, that's, that's your secret. So that's that's out there. Right now. So that I think is, that's already yeah. been on one of our right. podcasts, right. but yeah, good. That's okay. good job. Yeah. <laughs> we can respect that. We love you. He's also, we when you. we've been at yeah. his house, come yeah. downstairs after being yeah. gone for a while to yeah. explain yeah, yeah, it yeah, to us fair. and tell us about He's it. also the cleanest person <laughs> so on this podcast. He's the cleanest guy. Yes, that's right. Squeaky clean, which he has also proved when he's come downstairs. He's also Listen to this. I'm squeaky clean. Also has the best fish tank of any of us That is true as well. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the fish tank just keeps Fantastic. getting better. I got to come okay. back. Thank you. I'm for done. That. Thank there you for you sharing. Squeaky Thank clean. You again. Yeah. Doc, squeaky clean. I also went the historical route with a uh, thinking of being an educational podcast and all the money that's yes. bringing in. Yeah, keep that coming. Good job. <laughs> was something I ran across recently, which I, I think I'd heard about a long time ago, and that's the U.S. Ghost Army. The Ghost Army of World War II. Am I the only one that has not heard of this? Heard of okay. All right. I Here we go. I have not heard of it. Uh, it was the brainchild of Colonel Billy Harris and Major Ralph Ingersoll. And basically, it was a traveling road show during World War II, a traveling road show of deception. Uh, shortly before D-Day, the American military planners realized they needed to find some ways to scatter and confuse the German forces across Europe. And the Allied forces, of course, spread pretty thin. So Harris and Ingersoll came up with one of the biggest secrets of World War II, the Ghost Army. And they needed specialty troops, but not soldiers. So they went and found as many actors and art school students uh, across America, fashion designers, sound engineers, Tom, set designers, bartenders, and truck drivers, and photographers. They found them. They brought them together to fabricate military forces. So what they did is they created backdrops. They created inflatable tanks, prop airplanes, fake bivouacs to give the appearance of multiple troop movements at the same time. And then they'd add sound effects. So they'd blast through uh, big speakers and phony radio signals, and they'd have men dressed up as different officers and generals and they'd have them change costumes and walk out again to trick the german spies that's crazy right yeah they created 22 different large-scale deceptions leaving the enemies uh, the nazis scrambling to deal with all these new fronts where they had imagined threats at night they'd load everything up in the trucks and take the inflatable tanks and the giant speakers and the cardboard cutout headquarters and they'd move around and reset them up somewhere else and a couple hours, they could simulate two squadrons of about 30,000 troops. Wow. wow. Right. They only had 1,100 men, but they could simulate 30,000. Wow. They had these prop planes and they'd partially hide them and then send photos out. So it looked like the U.S. troops had a big airfield and were trying to hide nice. it. Nice. Awesome. And then, the, of course, the fashion designers were making sewing uniforms. It's kind of like Three Amigos. Yeah. This is our second yeah. Three Amigos reference today. Uh, they piped out the sound recordings of tanks moving and mortars launching and planes landing. And they, they played out on the radio signals that could accidentally get intercepted. This group, 1100 soldiers and officers was considered the most intelligent military unit in the field with an average IQ of 119. So following the war, they were sworn to secrecy 
And they couldn't say anything until it was about mid 1990s before uh, anyone ever found out this is part of what they did. And personally, I just love the idea of artists and actors and fashion designers romping around Europe playing army while Nazis run around trying to figure out what the hell's going on and trying to explain to the Fuhrer how tens of thousand Americans have slipped through without notice. So no, I can't believe has this not been made? It sounds like a a great movie. I know there's a documentary. I haven't watched it, but I did see in my research that there was a documentary in a, in a World War II museum it was displaying uh, their stuff. But of course, COVID hit, so no one got to see it. They say end up saving thousands of lives and helped ensure that World War II ended when it did versus dragging out longer. Uh, the secret of the 23rd Headquarters Special Troops remained a secret for half a century. That's awesome. Crazy. And now you know. Good work. Good stuff. Good work, man. Everybody's putting in their best effort tonight. It's fantastic. <laughs> oh, you think that was best effort? Wait, wait, wait for this okay. because longtime listeners of the show, this is no secret what's coming next. Welcome to the best kept secret in podcast land <laughs> beer or not a beer. I'm going to name four beers, ladies and gentlemen. Four beers. Three are real beers. One I pulled out of ooh, the ether. <laughs> it's a secret. It's a, it's a secret, secret where I got it from. It's a total secret. So, it's a double dipper. This. <laughs> this. Ah, that's good stuff. Lot of beers. Who keeps secret better than like the FBI, CIA, the KGB? So this podcast, we're going to focus on beers of spies. And the first beer of spies is 007, the James Bond beer. It's a special blend. I don't know what the hell it is, but there you go. (laughs) Special blend. 007, James Bond beer. All right. The next beer. Now, now James Bond was good at this. He was good at sexpionage. You guys ever heard of sexpionage? (laughs) I have now. Well, it's using it's using sex or seduction to conduct espionage or spying. So, sexpionage. It's a mosaic IPA. Beer number three. James Bond was a sometimes had to deal with double agents. Beer number three is double agent, an imperial stout. So, a double agent, right? A spy who pretends to be working against one country, but is in fact working for that country's opponent. Hmm. And beer number four is U two, an Irish stout. Padre, this one's for you. Nice. Ready? So, obviously, the world's most famous spy plane was developed by none other than the United States, specifically for intelligence collection in the thin atmosphere, 55,000 feet above, so we could spy on the Soviets. Still in use today. So, once again, listeners, the four beers, 007, the James Bond beer, Sexpionage, Double Agent, and U2. Which beer is not a beer. Let's go with Sandman Tom. Which beer is not a beer? This is a good one, Doctor. They all are. I'm I'm, I'm Aren't they all? Doctor. 100%. They typically are, yeah. Yeah, they are. I am going to go just because it's so you, sexpionage. Sexpionage. But I'm probably wrong, so. All right. Producer Joe. You know, Doctor, I've come to uh, respect you so much in this game. Thank you. Thank you. I'm always a bit at a loss. I think I understand how you work, but then every time I'm completely wrong. So 
um, since you honored me with it, I'm, I'm going to, and I hope it's a beer because it's my favorite band and it deserves a, to have a beer name, but we'll go with you too. You too. The Bono beer. And doctor, I love you too. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Let's go with influencer. Oh, I'm, I'm going with the flying Dutchman orgasm bunghole IPA. That's not a beer. <laughs> <laughs> Purple orgasm. That wasn't on the list. Oh. That wasn't on the list. <laughs> that wasn't on the list. Beer. No. No, no. Why did I write yeah. it down yeah. in big, that, bold letters? That's the Thin Mints. That's the Thin Mints. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. That's the Thin you're, Mints you're, talking. You're right. not allowed to add beers to the four I've already mentioned. Come on. Well, how I'm many sorry. How are we doing this beer? I'm going with 007 is not a beer. 007. All right. That's a good one. I agree. I'm going to go U2. U2. All right. Well, here we go. Uh, none of you chose Double Agent, which actually really is an Imperial Stout, actually made by several breweries. Sam Adams actually makes a Double Agent. There you go. Uh, 007, oh, I was going to show this, really is a beer. And Sorry. Uh, I was going to show you the Sorry, picture. It was actually started in ni- 1968. And actually, you like this. All the cans had Bond girls on it. And now these 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 oh, cans are collectorized, yeah. like worth five thousand yeah. bucks wow. a piece. These, these, yeah. And in fact, do you know if you guys remember in Skyfall, Daniel Craig, he actually you can see him switching from his you know martinis to a Heineken. I don't know if you remember that in Skyfall. There you go. And actually, and so the beer is actually a blend of malt liquor and uh, and beer. So there you go. The last beer that really is a beer. Here we go. Drum roll. Joe, U2 is an oh, Irish I'm stout. I'm so happy. Many, I'm sorry, I'm sorry Talon, that makes me very happy. Many brewers, men are brewers. <laughs> uh, there's one, Second Street Brewing in Santa Fe, New Mexico. There's a lot of breweries. So the beer I made up, yes, Tom got it right. Sexpionage is not I just figured like you would sue all these people for using their name in a beer, but okay, I guess I was wrong. I was trying to play the legal route, but that doesn't work apparently. Sexpionage should be a beer. You're talking about the band that gave their album free <laughs> through Apple and got that's it rejected. Yeah, right? that's a good point. You're a good point. I did not know. And now you know. Now you know. So now you know, ladies and gentlemen, this has been another edition of Beer or Not a Beer. Join us next time. We won't be so secretive. Great job, Doc. Always. There went my 2021 run. One. I got one right. I don't think I've gotten one right in a long time. It's been a while. Uh, you tell it. You were on a roll. No, you got Talon like, had been. Well, because I went away, I started yeah. overthinking it. Tom yeah, was yeah, the smart yeah. one on this one. It's like sex pionage. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's a top, top beer. <laughs> that's just <laughs> that's easy. You're yeah. like, you know, that like, was my, that was, yeah, that was my you're first. Lofting, uh, you're first lofting instinct. softballs right now, and I'm trying to overthink it. So that's the problem right now. <laughs> well, it, it was either that or it was it was in a great big yeah. secret he had for us, you know. Right. So I don't know. In all fairness, the first beer I picked was that not is a beer. true. It is not a beer. It yeah. was the Thin Mints talking. Yeah. No, that's true. That's a good point. <laughs> Listeners, thanks for spending the hour with us. Don't tell a soul; it's our little secret. No, we're an independent podcast. It means we have no money. So we count on you sharing. Share ILB with your beer drinking friends, enemies, and everyone else we talked about at the top. Find, subscribe, follow, share. That's how we continue and to a exist. Quick reminder if you're still listening, 
find and subscribe to our I Like Beer, the podcast YouTube channel to hear our book talks with Ryan Waltz and check out our website. Put in, uh, send us some emails for who you think should win the beersies. Yeah, that means I got to yeah. publish those YouTube yeah. things. You better put those out. <laughs> oh, yeah. And that, yeah, the latest episode is coming like now, right, it's Joe? Coming, yeah. Uh, oh, it'll be in 2021. Right now, right it'll it'll happen dinner. this year. I totally oh. promise. We'd love to keep talking, but right now, Joe's got work to do and we got to run. Joe's got some embezzling to do. <laughs> secret agent man, secret agent man. They've given you a number and taken 